ML Nation, episode 478. Don't manage your team. Okay. If you try to manage your team, you won't grow. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fried up to bring a special guest today, a good friend of mine. This is her third time on the show. She does an amazing event as well, which I had the privilege to speak uh, two times already. We have none other than Esther Spina. Hey, Esther, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready, Simon, if you are. Hey, Simon, it will be the third time that you're at Ambitious Women, too. I didn't mm. just thought of that. This is the third time with you, and it'll be the third time with us. It must awesome. be an omen. Gosh, I need, you need to have you on the show more so I can be at your event. You have an awesome event, and we'll talk about that. Um, so ML Nation, Esther's been on, been on the third time. She first appeared on episode 58, and then on episode 186. She's been a seven-figure earner, a top leader in her network marketing company. She's also the ambitious woman and is dedicated to teaching other women how to become ambitious themselves. Uh, Esther began to recognize the need for women to partner together and train one other up in order to be successful. She put that idea into action and uh, created the Ambitious Women Network. It's now an author, speaker, mentor to women in the network marketing and direct sales profession. Esther held her first Ambitious Women Conference in 2008 and it has grown and grown has become a must-attend event. Even, like Esther said, this would be my third event. I've seen each year. Uh, yeah, the first time was only 2016. It seems like a long time ago because I've seen you grown so much in the three years. Uh, it is a must-attend event. But you're event. the only man, too. Uh, I, I was going to brag old- about that since you brought it up. Yes, I am the only... No, I, I saw- I just want you to know, uh, ambitious women is is uh, I also love uh, mentoring and talking to men too. Don't exclude them because they need to learn how to handle ambitious women. And you are one, I will say, of very few men that I have met that truly understand and are passionate about women in the business. And you've shared that before because you've said it's because of your mother. And uh, you have this wonderful wife, and you are just like one of the girls when you're with us. We love it. That's why we asked you to come again. When we do a survey, you're like one of our favorite people to come talk to the women. So Mm. thank you for being there this year as well. Well, thank you so much. That's very touching. Uh, I, by the way, I didn't pay Esther to say that, uh, but no. it is true. You know, whereas I thought back my three mentors to get to be where I was for me to build a million dollar business and then also start ML Nation, my three mentors that probably taught me the most was like Esther, like, you know, oh, networks have a great memory. Like Esther, it was my mom, my late grandmother and my wife. Um, yes. That, you know, I'll, I'll admit it's not always been pleasant. You know, when I was growing up with my mom, my grandmother, my wife, all unpleasant. But during those unpleasant times, the growing times where I really grew them most and really inspired me to be where I am. But anyway, back to Esther. Um, we, we talked about her conference. She's also written two, um, two books. Number one is the Amazon bestseller, The Ambitious Woman, and also The Everything Guide to Network Marketing. But anyway, Esther. Real quickly, because we want to focus this episode about women, attracting women, and how to be the ambitious woman. Um, can you share a little bit about how did you get started in network marketing? Well, I got uh, started in network marketing, Simon, 12 years ago. I'm going to be celebrating my 12th. 
oh my gosh, what's the date today? It's the second, next week, no. Oh my gosh, thank you for reminding me. Next Monday, August 6th, August 6th, 2000, no, August 7th, 2006 on Tuesday, August 7th, 2006, my 25-year-old son, Simon, walked into my office and said, wanted me to see this great opportunity. And I'm like, uh, what? I just spent $100,000 and sent you to college. Go back to your job. And uh, he was very persistent, very ambitious about it. I don't know where he got that from, but he came into my office every day for two weeks and asked me to join. And I'm, and, but listen, he said the magic words on the 14th day, mom, just take a look. See if it makes as much sense to you as it did to me. I value your opinion. Three powerful statements, Simon. Take a look. See if it makes as much sense to you as it does to me. And I value your opinion. That is totally 100% what got me. And so with that, that day, August 7th, 2006, I looked at network marketing for the first time. I joined immediately, and the rest is history. Awesome three questions. We're going to have those in the recap as well. By the way, Esther Sun, another top earner, superstar leader, of course. Millionaire. Follow up, follow millionaire. Dave Spina has always been on ML Nation. You can, you, he can actually share the whole story, share the whole story about how. Well, we uh, kind of say it a little bit differently. <laughs> but it's still the same. <laughs> well, you can get Esther's version on the first time Esther was on the show in episode 59, and you can get David's version right. on episode 95, and you can right. take whatever one you like better, okay? Um, so, oh, I love it. So let's, what was like a um, breaking point for you where the things really start taking off in your business? Like, was it an aha moment, light bulb moment, and boom, your business really took off? Oh, man. I don't know if I ever had an aha moment, but I do remember having an aha moment, look back and go, oh my gosh, what with, you know, a lot of work, perseverance, dedication, never give up attitude all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, because it takes time. It was probably my third year. I looked back and said, oh my gosh, it really happened. Uh, but I worked hard. You know, I was just telling someone today, I have that little sign on the, my front door that says, and I love it because it just gets everyone. It's a sign on my front door. Anybody that comes up, it says, um, solicitors welcome, network marketers live here. It gets everybody, it gets all the people that come up, everyone. And she's like, well, what kind of network marketing business are you in? Because that's one thing you want to be proud of what you're doing. And I um, was telling them that, you know what, network marketing is simple. Uh, it's hard, but it's simple. Does that make sense? It mm. seems like an oxymoron, but that's how I, I, I view it. It's very simple. It's just such a simple business. Duplicate. You do the same thing over and over and over and over. But it's hard in the aspect that it you can't give up. You can't hand you've got to be able to handle rejection. You've got to be able to uh, keep with it, you know. And uh, I'm kind of in a different season of my life now because after you know they told me work really really hard for you know five years you can take the rest of your life off. And then five years came and I'm not taking the rest of my life off. Ten years, just work 
really hard. You, you can take the rest of your life off. And so then I said, when can I take the rest of my life off? But I love the business. And so I really have done that through the years in being able to uh, have the Ambitious Women Conference and do something that I love, which is empowering women. Well, ambitious women like you could never take life off i mean why you'd be bored you'd be bored out of you mean you could take a nice one week two weeks i bet you esther you wouldn't last for two weeks on a vacation i have never gone on a two-week vacation i couple ten times but i like four and five that's max four nights five days uh because i just i really love my work and the gal said to me are you ever going to retire and i'm like i just can't ever why would you retire when you you love what you're doing and it's such a people person business and it's not really work anymore. Hmm. If you could just hang in there, if people could just get to that second, third year, you know, yes, you can take the rest of your life off doing what you want, but then you just end up doing <laughs> network marketing. You end up doing your business because it's fun. It's great. And the people that you meet and uh, the lives that you can change and uh, just everything about it. Let's talk about you worked hard. Uh, what is definition working hard for you? Well, working hard to me is that you're, you're self-disciplined, for one thing, because you, you can't really do this business if, if you don't learn that trait of being self, uh, um, if you don't have self-discipline. But, um, I mean, there's times like even uh, last week, I probably worked as hard as I did uh, 10 years ago, which was I went out of town by the border, Spanish speaking um, consultants, and um, was there five days, like night and day, 24 hours. Um, and it, it's rewarding, but it, it's hard. I mean, it's exhausting, but you gotta be willing to do what it takes. Mm. You know, but I did it because I want to help people now, you know. Uh, do I need to go down there for five days and and really hustle like that? No, but I, I did it because there's nothing like seeing other people succeed in what they're doing. But back to, really, back to, that answer to that hard would be, I think the hardest is just not giving up. Hmm. You know, it's so easy to give up, isn't it? How do so you? So easy to throw in the towel. That's what the hard part is. Can you stay in it? Can you persevere? Can you, no matter what, through the ups and downs, not give up? That is hard, and that is what people have to learn to do. What keeps you going? So I, I, I guess there's two parts of this. Uh, number one, if someone wanted to give up, what advice could you give them? And number two is, what drives you? I mean, obviously, you don't need to be working that hard, right? No, your season of life. And you Right, but you still do. What drives you? Well, what drives me is I don't know the passion I have. I, I, I do, I do like money. Uh, I mean, you know, but you can only do so much with it, right? But I like, I like the satisfaction of a uh, helping people to succeed, even after all these years in the same company, that they could have the same opportunity. Uh, that's so rewarding. And then you have a financial reward. You work really hard and you get a nice paycheck. You know, that's always fun. Um, and like I said, I just don't ever see me ever like saying I retire. 
uh, I think you diversify like you have, you know, with MLM Nation. And oh my gosh, I, I remember meeting you several years ago too. And, and what you've accomplished and your audience and you're just so well known and you've just stuck with it too. Um, you know, you've had a million dollar successful business, uh, network marketing, but then I don't know. Do you just have a passion? To what you know? I just have a passion to help more and more and more people. Just not people in your company, hmm. but everybody, hmm. like any and everybody that's in network marketing. Well, I think <laughs> you know? one of it, one of the things that drives me, uh, and we can start talking about your event a little bit, is like if you go to like an ambitious women conference, right? You know what drives me? Like, why do I keep working? Because it's not just about the money; it's about the making an impact on people. And right. I, I, I meet you who do ambitious women. You have a heart to help other women. And then we connect and there's other like big speakers out there. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I was living in my own bubble. It's, a, it's like we're playing in a small pond. There's a huge ocean out there. Oh of people. And these are the people that, that's why going to events is so important, that fuel you to take, keep going. Right? And, 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 and at the end of the day, it's not about the money anymore. It's about making that purpose. Um, so that, at this event, what motivates you to create Ambitious Woman Conference? How did you start this? Well, you know, it seems like for whatever reason, even since I was 18 years old, I've been working in a man's world. Um, and uh, I was on an order desk at 18 years old only. Uh, well, I wasn't on it. I wanted to be. It was all men that worked in it. It took me four years to get that spot. Uh, my husband was in contracting. That's definitely a man's world. I partnered with him. Uh, I got an outside sales commission only. It was always the men at the top. The women had to, you know prove theirself and push their way up. And I thought, well, wow, when I get a network marketing, it's got to be different. It wasn't. I mean, it really was not. This was 12 years ago. Now, I have seen a shift, and you probably have two year by year, uh, with, I think, with the generic the uh, com uh, reps and the companies not being jealous and coming together and, and men just becoming more aware of, of women in, in the profession. But the first year was tough because it was really male dominated. And I had to prove myself for, you know, two or three years before I feel like I got respect. I don't think they did it intentionally. But I just know that women, Simon, not we love men and not that we can't learn from men because that's why we love having you because you've got this other uh you're coming from a different direction, which we can learn from. They just train differently. And so women, I know as a woman that we learn differently. We teach differently. We train differently. We prospect differently. Not that we're better than men. We definitely aren't. We're just different. That's the way God made us. And I don't know, the second year in the profession, which was, uh, or third, it was 2008, will be the first time I held a conference because I felt like that was, women just had a need. They want to be together. They want to share together. They want to cry. They want to laugh. And they want to do it without a lot of men around. And they're never judged. Women are such neat. You know, you've seen a little bit of how we are. We're pretty, you know, you, I know you kind of sit in the back and try to not pay attention, but I know that you're paying attention a little. We've even had you up on the stage at a, for an interview, and I'm thinking like, oh my gosh. Well, I would tell you the first, uh, there's a lot of things, and we'll go into the ambitious woman. By the way, I uh, highly recommend, I don't speak at the 
ever since, especially now, this year, I have, uh, with, you know, a lot of you who follow me on Facebook, I've been really active with my two boys, with baseball, right. league baseball. I'm spending, you know, my wife thinks I'm nuts, but I spend 15, 20 hours a week on baseball. So I've really cut down on my the events I speak at. But one of the events I do speak is the Ambitious Woman Conference, because I really think that Esther is doing, like even this year, I haven't spoken at many generic events. Uh, uh-huh. I, I remember the first event I went to, I was sitting back there and like, I felt I learned more in three hours than I did for a long time. Because being around <laughs> women, even though know, we had like, the dinner gala, we had like the, it was fun. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's, I wish, I wish there was something like this way, way back when I was building, it allowed me to prospect a lot better. Right. You know? Well, uh, and I tell, I say, hey, listen, we're not feminists. And if a man feel it is a women's conference for women, with women, by women. But if a man feels comfortable in their own skin, which I know you do, and your guys that come with you, hey, you want to stay and sneak in the back? We have had a few men, and they say the same thing, Simon. They're like, oh, my gosh, we learned so much. you know. And we're not trying to take away from your company because com- companies are great. They you know, have the great product training, their annual rah-rahs, but it's just different. Uh, when a conference is with women, by women, for women. A- absolutely. Just the way you old girls party. The, the co- I know. Totally we do different. party, don't we? We're having a pajama glam. <laughs> this Saturday, this time, it's going to be awesome with spa services. You may even want to get a little pedicure, Simon, or, you know, your so, brows tinted. So All the money is going to go to charity. There you go. Yeah, definitely check out the event. You can go to mlnation.com forward slash AWC. Okay, oh, mlnation.com yes, forward slash Definitely go through MLMNation. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like, if you're there, guys, we're going to hang out. I'll tell you, if you go there, I'm going to ask Esther this next question. You really learn in just a couple of hours how women are really like. And why is that important? Because it'll help you recruit better, attract better. Okay, attracting me, attracting for the business. If you're single, yes, it will help you attract better too because really knowing what gets a woman going. Uh, and also, if you have women in your team, how to really motivate them uh, right. because sometimes well, you just don't know. So let me just start with this question, Esther. How, what are some of the things that our viewers and listeners know, like uh, that problems or challenges that women have that people should know about so they can recruit ambitious women better into the business? Right. And that's a good question, Simon, because, uh, you know, women, for the most part, are the caretakers of the house. They they seem to, you know, they have dual duties. So, for instance, if you were in a group and uh, of men and women and it was Halloween night, and I don't know where I heard this, and someone said, hey, who here thought about got their kids' costumes ready for Halloween that night? Are the not one man stood up because they don't think of stuff like that. It's the why. It's the woman that's like going to be conscious. I got to take care of my kids before I go to an event. I got to make sure they do this, they do that. Now I'm talking just about women that work in the home, but they, but they have so much responsibility with the children, um, and I think that sometimes, not all men, sometimes men are not as conscious of that. They, you know, they, um, they can't work sometimes like they can, you know, because they've got to either pick up school. You know, if a man's in network marketing, for the most part, a lot of times, they, I think they're in it full time. They've grown to that full time yeah. position. And so that is their career. And uh, women are trying to do a dual career. 
you know, the reason a lot of women get into it is because they want to be at home. They want to be at stay at home moms. So they're not going to be able to commit and no judgment, no uh, guilt. They just do what they can do, mm. you know. And uh, so I just think that um, it's just realizing where each woman is at. You know, some women work. They're not even at home. They're, they have a corporate job they're trying to get out of. Well, they're working 40, 50 hours and trying to do a business. So I think when the women come together, you've got all kinds of segments. You've got millennials out of college don't have a job. You know, you and they're in a whole different place. And you got stay-at-home moms. Then you have the moms that work in the corporate. Then you have some that are retired and they're living off, you know, $1,000 a month from their Social Security and need extra money. So we try to, uh, there's it's just not one thing. We try to help every kind of woman in whatever avenue he is. You know, when, my, when you're talking about my son and when, you know, he became a millionaire at like 25 years old. He got into network marketing. It was a few years after. And he is, became, doesn't work, uh, you know. I mean, he's uh, just, his network marketing business. And people all the time say, oh, my gosh, why, how did you do it? Why were you successful? He goes, tell us the secret. He goes, well, recruit your mom. And then they're like, ha, or, well, recruit a mom. Then he says, heck, just recruit a woman. And I think if men just thought about that, their life would be so much easier. They would have such powerhouse uh, teams. And we don't, and I think for the most part, women don't care about competing with men. They really don't. Just let them go. Let them be, inspire them. Send them to the conference. Buy in the Ambitious Women book. Man, if you are a a man and you got any women in your team, man, all they want is a little attention, a little bit of support. And oh my gosh, they will do wonders if they feel like you are on their side. But I will tell you what, if they don't feel valued, if they don't feel appreciated for whatever reason, they're just going to fade out. Mm. So good. That's my so advice good. for the man that's got women. And I just, I, and I, you know, you can pick them out. That there's some men you, that are, are so good with their team, and I'm then there's you, others that are are jealous because of them. I feel bad now. You just made me aware, conscious of something that I haven't given been giving my wife enough credit. Hmm, that's the Aww. secret. But uh, I'm not gonna tell you what. But you're you're right because you brought up the costume yes, stuff. Yes, do that. You, I don't you, care if she's doing network <coughs> marketing or not. Give make her feel valued. Make her because it's true. Like the I small know, things. That's what women have. That's what they need. Yeah, because it's true, like what you said, that um, guys, if we're the entrepreneur, we're not taking the small little things for the kids. Like the costume example is a really, when you said that, I'm thinking about my wife, right? She's like freaking out by the costume. She's freaking about school. And you're right, like most top MM leaders that I know who are male, they basically were all out in the business. And that's what they're doing. But most of the female top leaders... That I do. They're working all out, but they're also taking care of the kids' stuff as well, right? And uh, yeah, they definitely need. I just realized I need to give my wife more attention about something. You know, I'll share with you. On, uh, I might as well share on the show here. Be transparent. It's like making lunches. Like something I take for granted. She's always like worried about getting kids kids to eat healthy, packing the lunches, cutting up the fruit, and uh, you know, guys. Because that's like, because uh, we are natural nurturers. I mean, God made us nurturers, and that's why. Women are so great in network marketing, Simon, because 
some men are nurturers, but it's not as natural to them. God made them uh, providers and, uh, you know, in a different role in the home. And women, it's just like the, to me, it's like the perfect business side full-time, whatever for women, because we are nurture. We're, we're just naturally relationship mm. mark, you know, marketing. And, uh, and that's, what's so exciting about it. And that's one thing that, you know, men need to realize that why they are good and why they need them in their business. So for ambitious women, uh, women who are listening here, uh, how do you handle rejection? Because get similar to that. I think guys handle rejection better than women because we're not as nurturing, right? We're, uh, coder or just not as nurturing. So what advice can you give, especially in network marketing, you handle, re you deal with a lot of rejection. What tips can you oh, give? Yeah, yeah. And that is, you know what, that's probably the number one culprit for women. Uh, men have it a little bit. They are just not as vocal about it. They, they handle it differently. So what I, I tell women, and this has been the key to my, even when I got in sales, I learned this from my mentor and I brought it into network marketing is learn women to discipline your disappointment. And really that's rejection that that's disappointment because that is the culprit that will bring you down faster than anything. So you get rejected. So someone says, no, do not take it personal. That's the biggest thing. They're not saying no to you. They don't like you. You're awful. They're just saying no. They don't want to do what you do. No, they don't like your product. Don't take it personal. But this person was going to be just such a superstar. They were going to be fantastic, fabulous. And then what happens? They decide they're not going to do it. Discipline your disappointment. And the way you do that is, yes, women, you are allowed to have a, a pity party real quick. You can scream and cry and get in the corner for just a little bit and then immediately get over it. Do This is how it ends up people quitting, especially women. It's such a mindset. They get disappointed, they have their pity party, and they keep having it all day, all night. They don't change, and after a week or two weeks, they're gone because they could not get over that disappointment. You've got to discipline. You've got to put it into, into check. And so how do you do that? When I say after your little pity party, you, you, you discipline yourself, you get your prospect list out, you get your customer list, you start making calls, you get out there and you, and I'll tell you what, I, I can promise you 100% if you do that, someone's going to say, oh yes, I want to look at it. Yes, I want to buy it. And like, I don't know, sales, new prospects, it's just like overnight, everything changes. <laughs> like I still get excited if I get a customer or a consultant, right? You know? So yes, you've got to learn to discipline your disappointment and get over that rejection because that will be the end of your business. And, and it just goes into so many things, into your marriage, into your family, and into relationships, um, rejection. Mm -hmm. So and, You know, in MLM Nation, we focus on uh, helping distributors defeat overwhelm, create consistency. And, you know, Esther just shared a huge nugget there is when you can have your pity party, but take action right away. Right. Because if you don't take action like Esther, it sinks in. It hurts more and more. But if you take massive action, even if you don't get results, you feel good about yourself. I think the worst thing about network marketing is like uh, if you don't do anything. And I, you know, I didn't make any money in my first two and a half months. I felt terrible, not because I didn't get results, because I didn't do anything. 
right? So my self-esteem, like, oh, I'm not good. I'm not good enough. I'm not disciplined. I don't have, you know, I don't have um, re- re- all these things. I start, all this negative self-talk start coming up. So emanation, take action. You can have that pity party, right. but take action. Like Esther said, go hit that contact list and you'll get that person that says yes. Really good right. nuggets. Hey, I want to ask you my favorite question. Okay, your fa- my favorite question. You ready? In your years in network marketing, it's been like a, over a decade, right? Uh, what is your worst, worst moment in network marketing to the point that most people will quit, but you stayed in there, and that's why you are where you are today? Well, yeah, it, it goes along with rejection and disappointment, believe it or not. Uh, I had a, a top leader. It's happened a, cu- a few times, but the first time it ever happened, a top leader that I was close to as a uh, not because what happens is, you know, you become closest friends, right? And it's not just about business. It's about a relationship. And we spent, you know, weekends together, you know, all kinds of things. And they decided to go to another company. Oh, my gosh. I, I just thought this is, you know, Briefly, this is a waste. Oh my gosh, all this work. Look at this. And they actually even took more leaders with them, which was even harder. So all of a sudden, you have something that you worked for for several years. And for whatever reason, you know, people have their reasons. Um, and, but, you know, I, I really did. I had to talk to the owner of the company. I just, that was You know, I'm just a human too. Yeah, that was one that I didn't discipline it for a while. And I think that if I would have kept dwelling on it and let them determine, this is what I had to say. So I'm going to let them, they decided to leave. I'm going to let them determine my future, my finances, my business. That's Mm. great. It sounds crazy, but people do it all the time. They let other people and the disappointment dictate to you. So then I just got a hold of myself and said, you know what, I, I'm not going to let that happen. Hmm. You know, get, you get back to work. You, you recruit somebody else. You start building again. And I think the next time it happened wasn't so dramatic. But it's you just learn, you know what, your happiness is not dependent on any other person. It's only dependent on you. And your business is should not ever be dependent on anyone else. Your upline, your downline. How many times you're, well, my upline sucks. That's why I don't do it anymore. Really? You know, I didn't have an upline when I started. I mean, my son, he didn't know what he was doing. Okay. Um, so you never, ever uh, let your other people dictate your success. And, or they say, my downline's not doing anything. Oh, you know, blah, blah. so, you know, that you're going to let them dictate your success, what you do, you know, that's so, you know, you just learn over time. And I, like you said, oh, it sounds, sounds like a long time when you said over a decade. Oh my gosh, that sounds old. Well, that's <laughs> but, such a good nugget. You know, Emma Nation, why are you letting others people determine your success, your future, right? You're the ambitious right. one. You take charge. Like you're going to apply to the prospects. You get rejected, you get down. Why are you letting a negative person Determined, or your downline that leaves, or downline who doesn't do anything. We, yeah, I love what you said. Your happiness and your business depends on you. And once I think when you start complaining about, you always you put the blame on others, then you lose all power. You lose every right. all the power you have. Exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. And then that's why, you know, and you probably heard this, and I think this is just an MLM thing that, you know, if you have a complaint or if you're feeling negative, don't take it down line. And I think I really learned never to do that. I can honestly say, you know, I think I've done that, you know, if you, you know, because you never want to create, you know, we're all human and we go through things. You never want to create that negativity within yourself, you know, with other people. So if you have, do have a real legitimate gripe, complaint, disappointment, take it out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, don't accuse and don't blame because you know what, Simon? Uh, feelings are real, but they're not always correct. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're not there. I mean, what you feel is what you feel, but it doesn't mean they're always right. So if you go to talk to someone, this is just the way I feel feel people are more open to it when you tell them this is how I feel because it's not saying I'm right and this is that or that this is just how I feel because feelings are real I don't know how I got on does that make sense yes I like it. this is how I feel and, you know and when you're down you go up you don't go down when you're up that's when you go down when you're excited up go down tell your down lines but when you're down we all have down moments Go up. That's when you need to go up to your leadership and uh, talk to him. Like Esther talked to one of her leaders, talk to corporate to make her feel better. So, uh, and feelings are real, but not always correct. And that's great awareness that we're all humans. We get emotional, but know that whatever you're thinking, it doesn't real. So you think, oh, oh, I can't do this business. That's not real. That's, is that real or is it just the way you feel at that moment? I mean, right. if you ask yourself that question, you know, Esther talked about not quitting, it will help you stay in the game. Right, because it's not real. Because if it was real, I mean, you go to an event, you get fired up. Right. And you, you, someone says no to you, you feel down. I can't do this. So what was yeah. real? Right? right. The real reality is what you determine. You say I'm going to make it. That's the reality. Now, you want to go out there, even if you have, like the, you know, it took me 42 people to get my first sign up. You determine the success. Not your upline, not your downline, not your team. And I think that's so it was really good sharing, Esther. Well, one thing that might be helpful for him, Simon, is I think you asked me like. How do you um, get up every day and do it? I, I have this philosophy that you make a decision. There's some really important decisions that you make in life, right? Like one is getting married. One is, um, you know, um, going to church. You know, you don't make that decision every single week. You make it one time. That's what you're going to do, and, and you do it. Uh, you don't get up every Sunday and say, oh, should I go to church today? No, you just go, right? Because you made that decision one time. Oh, do I want to be married today? No, you want to be married because you made that decision one time. I, I realize things happen and that's okay. So no no guilt, no judgment. I think you make the same decision when you get into network marketing. You make it one time. Now, I realize that you change, change companies for whatever reason people do. But you make the decision one time. I am going to to do this. I'm going to be in network marketing. I'm going to be successful. And you don't get up every morning and say, God, am I going to do this or not? You just, you already made the decision one time. That's it. So you don't need to make it every day. You made it one time. So you get up every morning, you open your store and you, and you are open for business every single day because you made that decision one time. That is so good. Really, really good stuff. Uh, we have, we're having a recap show notes. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the conference again. 
I know, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about ambitious women and what it takes to be successful. Um, and by the way, if you want to check out the event, go to mlnation.com forward slash AWC, as in an ambitious woman conference. Uh, so what can people expect at this conference, aside from lots and lots of ambitious women there, learning and networking and, and uh, tra- great training? Right. Well, and I want to say, I'm just, I'm thinking right now because you're always so great because every year you have always brought or, or a few women. I mean, you have told them about it. And I'm thinking of the first one, uh, Dawn Ferentino. Uh, she came up to the Northeast as a guest of yours. Now she's, uh, this is her third year along with you. And she's spoken the last two years. She's such a powerful uh, million dollar ambitious woman. Uh, and we've built such a great, wonderful relationship. Uh, Pasha Carter, you introduced me to her. Um, and I'm thinking of uh, Summer Fields. Like you, you are, you know, and the women that you invite are, you know, they come for the first time. They're not speakers. They're not, they're just coming to learn. And then we've built such amazing relationships. And I want to say, that not only will you, and I promise you, and I tell women, if you come and you feel like it was a total waste, hey, you can get your money back because I never want that to be an issue. I've never had anybody, you know, take me up on it yet. But I think it's the relationships that you build. It makes me so happy when I know that uh, women met at Ambitious Women and they're like these best friends now. They're in different network marketing companies. They, they you know... Uh, stay together. They they become great friends. Alice Hinckley has been uh, at every single one for ten years, and and she met Lisa Wilbur, you know, the Avon lady at <laughs> at um, at Ambitious Women, and um, they're just like great friends. So I think relationships are so important because you learn through them by them, and I think that's just as important for women. Uh, to do that and it come by yourself. I mean, lots of women, they uh, come by themselves even uh, to check it out. And then they leave some uh, pleasantly surprised that they, um, you know, met women, other women that they can relate to and stay in contact with through the years. So I, I think that's a big thing. And since it's a smaller venue, uh, cause I like to keep it that way. It is going to be live streamed. Because I understand that there's so many events, Simon, and people just can't come to everything and there's costs. And so I'm just all about getting the information to you now. It's always best to go to an event because it's live, it's intimate, but it's a smaller intimate. When we had Rita Davenport there, do you remember? I remember. Like, okay, you could sit at a table with Rita Davenport. She was dancing with us on Saturday night. I mean, where else are you going to be able to do that without standing in line and being able to feel like I can't get to her? This year we have uh, Kimmy Brook, uh, the four-year career woman, um, four-year career four-year career that uh, she wrote uh, with Richard uh, Bliss Brook, and, and she's one of our speakers. Um, and so, you know, you're going to be able to, like, talk with them actually uh lisa grossman the thought leader of uh, mlm for over 30 years being able to be at a our vip topics which you're always a part of right and sit at a table and actually ask questions and be with them i mean you're just not going to be able to do that anywhere and i think that's priceless and that's what i love about doing it and we have breakout sessions because of which means that they can pick a class they go to and be in a smaller venue and 
before we all come together. So, yeah, those are a ton of fun. So, MM Nation, definitely check out the event. You can check out the live stream as well. Just go to mmnation.com forward slash AWC as an ambitious woman conference. And, you know, a lot of those uh, speakers that Esther brought up, I remember uh, all of them have been on MM Nation. I still remember the first time. Uh, at Dallas, that's when you met, I uh, connected you with Pasha. And then in Philadelphia, when we, it was in the, the Philly one, in Jersey, South Jersey, where we met with, uh, it was in Philadelphia, I remember, Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill, where we did the Philadelphia with Dawn. Yeah, and Dawn Ferentino walked in. She yeah. walked in and that was very cool. And I said, well, who are you? She's by herself. And she goes, well, Simon Chan told me I should come. I'm like, Okay. Well, I recommend yeah, you know, it, like, um, I trust you. You guys have an awesome event. That's why I connected these leaders. You know, good networkers. By the way, the lesson there for listeners, all networkers are good connectors. And uh, But I would only connect people, especially MM leaders, with people I trust and sending them to an event that they need out because their time is valuable. So that's why I connected them with Esther. One, then, one last then, one thing I, on that, though, I want to say that we're doing this year because this could be important as part of your audience is we are going to have – uh, a Spanish breakout session, all in Spanish. We have a great leader, a top leader in our company. Esther, her name's Esther too, Bulgaria, and uh, so we will be able to. She's a top top leader in her company out of Mexico, Latin America, and so if you have a uh, Hispanic a team. You will want to get them there because it's going to be super good. It'll be in first their first language. A lot of it is in English, but we have specially just for them breakout sessions in Spanish. So that's going to be really exciting this year. Yes, very good. So uh, as you go towards the show and wrap up the show, okay, a couple other quick sure. questions. But letting you know everyone's listening, Ambitious Wyman Conference is in Dallas, Texas, October 12, 13, 14th. Go to MLNation.com. And you'll be there. I'll be there. They care about me, Simon. They want to come because you're going to be there. I'm and excited. It'll be... my... Everybody loves Simon. You know, I don't, I don't. I really turned down a lot of speaking events this year. It's one of the few events I do. So, uh, October 12, 13, 14. Go to mlnation.com forward slash AWC as an ambitious woman conference. All right, Esther, we went over on time, but I actually wanted to keep it shorter. But uh, you've been oh giving. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You've been giving so many good nuggets, and people on Facebook Live are loving it. So, um, let's wrap with some quick questions to pick your brain really quick. Okay. And this is going to be short one sentence answers. Number one okay. is what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Successful people do what unsuccessful people will not do. I love it. That actually fired me up in the beginning. Uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Uh, one habit is I get up every morning and get dressed. <laughs> a lot of people like to be in their pajamas and all that and do that. And you can do that, but I don't know. I just feel like that's something I do. I get up, I get dressed, I go to my office, and I'm ready to work. In your heels. In my heels. I do. I do wear my heels. That's just a really nice shoe collection. Yes, check, I do. <laughs> you can check it out at Ambitious Woman Conference. She won't disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, what is the best piece of advice you ever received? Okay, uh, don't alert, uh, don't manage your team. Okay, if you try to manage your team, you won't grow. And I think all leaders get into that thing. Once they become successful, they get promoted. They start trying to manage, and those are, that's not an activity that produces results. 
Mm. You've got to be doing activities every day that produce results and managing. Not that you don't care about them and help them, but you don't manage them. And and that's not going to bring you results. Do you uh, have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Oh, what? oh, my phone just broke. What do I like to look at? Oh, I like the one that says, <laughs> well, it's kind of, I think drinking water is really important <laughs> because it's healthy for you. If you don't do anything, you drink a lot of water. And I like the app that uh, I'm thirsty and you go in it and it, you tell how many ounces of water you want to drink and it reminds you all day long. It reminds you first thing when you get up, when you go to bed and you feel so good just by something so simple and so disciplined about drinking water. Because I think if you're disciplined, if you're not disciplined in little things, you're never going to be disciplined in big things. So I don't know. Mm. I think that I love that app. That is, uh, I got to check that out. But I think more importantly, it's just what Esther just said. If you can't be disciplined in small things, you can't be disciplined in big things. Good right. stuff. Hey, um, what's, I know you've written two books, but aside from your two books, but we will link your books to the show notes page. Uh, what are, what's one book you could recommend? Well, I do, uh, I do love, uh, of course, Jordan Adler's Beach Money. And he has a new one out. Uh, which is, uh, what is it called? Uh, I read it. It's, it's about the same thing. It's a little revised. Beyond though. Beach Money or Beach Money? Beyond Beach Money, something, something like that. that. I'm looking for it. I wasn't prepared for that. But that is the first book I ever read in network marketing. And to this day, I still love it hands down. He's one of the most real people in the whole world. And then one of them that I recently read is by Kimmy Brook, The Four-Year Career. I love the one that he wrote. Uh, and then the one she wrote for women, uh, because I just think it, it's just so simple. Uh, there's the simplicity again. And I think a four year is is doable. Hmm. And so I would say, you know, don't try to do it in four months. But if you can give yourself a four year career, I think that that would be awesome. And, so there's uh, two right there. There's so many good books, but there's two right off that I, I think I would recommend. Uh, for you. Last question. Million dollar question. You ready? Okay. Do I get a million dollars? Well, if you earned a million dollars already, because you can answer this question. <laughs> so if you had to start all over again, and, oh, you, and you knew no one, you did not know me, you didn't know any of your ambitious woman friends, you didn't know your husband, didn't know your, your, your family, what would be the first place you go or the first thing you do to build an MLM business from scratch? Well, I definitely would go where a lot of people are. And I think that the beach is one of the best people to meet. There's tons and tons of people there. And just go and bring a tarp and try to set it up. And think of all the people that come over to you to try to help you set it up. And because uh, I love the beach and I actually built part of my business, half my business in, at the beach and I still would do it again. I mean, the beach is always going to be there, right? I mean, it's not going anywhere. So a network meetings go come and go. The beach is always going to be there. So I think find a beach somewhere, Get, find a beach and have fun and uh, lay around there, talk to people, be friendly, walk up and down the beach 
and you you'll meet some people for sure. And listen, it's not that you have to meet a lot of people in this business. Listen, you just need a few of the right people. That's it. You don't need hundreds and thousands of people that you have to recruit personally. You just need a few of people that are like you that want to make a difference and do the business. Good stuff. Uh, as you wrap up, any last words or advice? And then Esther, uh, what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Real easy, my name, Esther Spina, uh, the Ambitious Woman on Facebook. I guess that's the best one. And I, my website is uh, estherspina.com. And the Ambitious Women, Conf- well, we want them to go to your, your website. So estherspina.com and estherspina, the Ambitious Woman. And any last words or advice? No, I just really want to say thank you to Simon. And you did not pay me to say this. But you truly, truly are one of the most um, intentional, real, authentic uh, people that I have met in this business. And I adore you. I, I would not have you come to the conference again if, if I didn't feel or the women didn't feel that you really had their best interest at hand and that you have so much knowledge. Now, you talk a little fast. But if, if we, and I always tell you that, but, but if you're listening, you just got to bend over and really listen to you. You have so much knowledge to impart. And I just really super appreciate you and appreciate that what a team player you are and that you would have me on here for the third time. Have you had anyone else three times on your, on your show? Couple. Jordan Adler, but not many. Oh, Jordan. So you're on the same level as Jordan. Yeah. Okay. I'm in competition with Jordan. I, I gave a plug for his book, so just let him know that. Yeah. And I, but, you know what? Uh, Your answer to the million-dollar question, you want to start a business on the beach. No wonder you like beach money in the book. Yeah, I know. I, I do. Right. That is exactly right. But anyway, um, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, it is it is 10 o'clock here, though. I was getting really tired. I didn't know if I was going to get through to it, but I am so glad uh, you've got me all excited. I don't even know if I can sleep now, but I'll try. Hey, Esther, thank you for the nice words and uh, love to have you on the show. And, uh, you know, you're a good friend. And that's why I speak at an event. ML Nation, go check out mlnation.com for AWC for the Ambitious Woman Conference. And ML Nation, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yes. All right, so and today you'll be hanging out with Esther Spina. So uh-huh. keep up. Keep up the momentum. Go to MLNation.com. Just type in Esther. You can check out our previous show. You can check out a show with uh, her son as well, David. And uh, just at the search bar, just type in Spina, S-P-I-N-A. And look forward to see you at Ambitious Women Conference as well or the live stream if you really want to get great value and network with uh, top leaders in the profession. And just hang out and really get to know what we talk about, what women go through, how to attract, be an ambitious woman, also attract more of them. Hey, Esther, thank you so much. You know, you know to be All successful. Right. One hour. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. I wanna, we, we appreciate you. Grateful for you. Okay. Thank you so much for the time and uh, for really okay. having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much. God bless you, Esther. Nice. Take care. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan here for a great show from Esther Spina. Tons of nuggets out here. Um, you know, I love Esther for her heart, passion to connect with women, and that's why I speak at her event, AmbitiousWomanConference.com. It's my third year in a row. And, you know, especially 
this this past year uh, in 2018, I really haven't spoken to many generic events. Uh, I haven't been wanting to. It, a lot of it's because of my kids. I've been spending a lot of time baseball. My son also I've been coaching basketball as well with my oldest son. Uh, but ambitious woman is one of something that really loved the vision and has seen it how it grow. And that's why uh, I've recommended top leaders that I know to check out the event connected with uh, Esther. It's pretty cool. Like leaders like you know Pasha, Dawn, Pasha Carter, Dawn Ferentino, um, you know Summer. Uh, Geronimo Fields, you know, they're now they're all speaking at the event to making big impact. Because I think these are all leaders. It's about giving back. It's not just about the money, giving back. So really cool. If you want to check it out, go to mlmission.com forward slash AWC. So let's go over the re- uh, recap here. Number one, I think I love these. These are three great questions you can ask when you prospect. You know, how David, Esther's son, got her into the business was asking, the, you know, can you take a look? You know, let me know if it makes sense. And I value your opinion. Three questions here, right? Can you take a look? Can you let me know if it makes sense? And can you? I value your opinion. What's your? Let me know what you think about it. These are things that are easy. It's not like oh, I got a great opportunity. You got to do this. Well, you know, these are. It is especially if your mother son relationship is t- kind of tough. In the same, in the same thing with close friends as well, right? Take a look. It's easy. Can you take a look? I value your opinion. Let me know if it makes sense. So. Really, really good stuff. Now, moving on, uh, you know, that's to spend a lot of time. We talked about handling rejection. Is discipline your disappointments, right? It's tough, you know. It's our emotions. Some, you know, it's uh, real feelings, right? It's real, but doesn't mean it's always right. You know, you gotta learn how to discipline your disappointments. You can don't take it personally. You can do, and then don't. You can take a little pity party, but then get back into it, get over it, and then the easiest way. You know, that's how we talk about emulation to create that consistency, defeat overwhelm, get over the disappointment is to take massive action, 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 right? The three steps to success is attitude, action, accountability. So attitude is the way you see things, the way Esther taught you, and then uh, taking action and then the accountability. Um, attracting, uh, you know, women, you have to know, I think I love what she brought up, like women have a lot of responsibilities. And if you understand that, it gives her the time, the attention, being conscious of that. You'll be able to understand them and really show them how your business can help them. And if you got women on your team, now you know what you need to do to really to motivate them. Now, I love what uh, Esther said next was, you know, we all go through challenges, right? Whether prospects say no to you or the leaders quitting, but her, she made a stand, okay? I'm, Esther Spina, I'm the vicious woman. I'm not going to let someone else determine my future. So, you know, same thing with you, emulation. Why do you let someone else Determine your future. You determine your future. Your happiness, your business depends on you, not on someone else. So don't point fingers. Take responsibility. And the easiest way to get over that is, again, take action. Take consistent action. Action. You know, lack of action hurts your self-esteem. You feel bad. Creates doubt. Take action. That always normally solves most of the problems out. I would say almost all the problems out there in network marketing. Just take more action. And, you know, you talk to a couple of people, do a couple of presentations, immediately you forget about the person that said no to you. Um, when you make a decision about network marketing, it's one of those things like marriage, I like the way, um, you know, and God, it's a decision you make once. You're in this profession that we're mission. Don't second guess yourself. You're in it, make a one decision and make it happen. This is not a four month business. It's a four year business. Right and taking small steps, and I love what even she talked about the thirsty app. Discipline is if you can be disciplined in small things, you can take a couple of sips of water. You can be disciplined in big things. 
right? Train yourself to be disciplined. Being consistent. And you, you may not be able to prospect that many, pe- that many people. Just prospect one person a day. But do it consistently. Discipline yourself. Um, and in this business, you don't many. You don't need many. You just need a few. Sometimes we think, oh, we got to grow these big teams and duplicate and find all these people. Hey, you just need a couple of good people, you know, one or two Estespinas, and you got you can grow a huge, huge business. And that's basically what I happened. You know, I, I built a team of 80,000 people. But for me, it was really just finding a couple people that led to that 80,000. Hey, ML Nation, thanks for listening. Again, you can go to mlnation.com forward slash podcast. Look for Spina, S-P-I-N-A, and you see her original episode, her two previous episodes, and uh, also her episode from my son, David Spina. Also very inspiring, and you're going to learn a lot as well. Hey, thank you for listening, and if you uh, like this, please take a time to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Just takes actually iTunes has made it really simple now for to leave a quick review. Really appreciate that and uh, share this. Share those others. Share this. You know, network market is mostly made of females. I think we have a lot of lessons we can learn from the show. And if you can, definitely check out Ambitious Woman Conference. Go to mlmission.com forward slash awc. Hey, I'm Simon Chan. Loud and proud to be this amazing profession. And I shared you know, why speak at the event. Again, uh, my three mentors that probably made the biggest impact on me with all women. My my mom, late grandmother, and my wife, Kelly. So, hey, God bless you all. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there, have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.